Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash zero one zero zero five. Over in uh, England, of course, uh, it's the middle of the night, and uh, the Silver Ferns have just completed another victory uh, over South Africa. It was uh, fifty-one to fifty, so South Africa closed the margin. But uh, really, uh, over the course of the four games, what have we learnt? What has the coach learnt? Well, we'll ask her right now because she's on the line. Uh, Dame Nolene Tauros. First of all, Dame Nolene, thank you so much. It's only been an hour or so since you're on court, so it's great that you make yourself available to us. 51 to 50. Uh, from the outside looking in, South Africa closed the margin, but how did you feel about it? Yeah, they they certainly did, and it was one of those games that was filled with pressure, and uh, it was actually a fantastic game. I think with uh, South Africa, um, they play a good game. Uh, but this this one here, they sort of double up in regard to the physicality, uh, not only on the ball, but also on the man. So, you know, our players are under the pump. Um, but uh, overall, well, obviously good to come out with the win, but also be clearer about where individuals sit in the international scene mm. and, and we'll be able to prioritise what they need to do in ANZ uh, as they come together once again for trials post-ANZ. So it's been very valuable for us in that respect. I personally watched the the last quarter, and uh, I, I think it's fair to say uh, that that your girls under pressure uh, made a slight comeback there, but right at the very end held their nerves pretty well. Yeah, that's that's something that we've talked about, and I must say, uh, you know, we played England uh, last year in September, and when the pressure came on, we actually folded. Uh, as we did against Australia and in England as well. So we haven't been able to absorb that pressure and just do the grind work and keep it simple. Um, so that's probably one of the most uh, pleasing aspects. It's, it's a massive turnaround for us and uh, because it has eluded us for over six months. So, you know, if we can keep building on that, uh, that's great. But also I think it's also highlighted the work that we need to do as a collective but also where individuals are currently sitting in their whole development and growth. So this four-game quad series, has it answered uh, a lot of the questions that you needed to be answered about those individuals, about your combinations? Yeah, it certainly has. Um, you know, we've uh, been under the pump uh, hugely over here, um, played the likes of Australia and also England. <laughs> And even though I suppose our, uh, we lost those games, there were some highlights in regards to our overall stats that I know that we can improve on. But I think for, uh, um, especially in our shooting end, we've got the youngest silver fern unit uh, that we've ever had. So, you know, with all, with all of them, uh, you can only get out there and 
and take those opportunities because it's such a pressured uh, position. Um, but also you only learn through those experiences and to some degree uh, it's probably highlighted our inexperience uh, in that end, mm-hmm. but really pleased with both Tiana and Maya uh, in this game here where I thought they held their nerve and they were under a huge amount of pressure. So, you know, we'll take these little games and just keep building on it. Right, so uh, when it comes to uh, your selection for the Commonwealth Games, you're going to have more players available to you, of course, uh, coming back from, from various reasons, um, uh, giving birth, etc., from injury, uh, coming back into the game. So uh, how are you feeling in terms of your opportunities to get those people back within the squad? How, how many opportunities are you going to have now? Yeah, I mean, look, that's massive for us. For that reason, I feel that there's some upside. <laughs> you know, it's not doom or gloom um, from Australia and Australia and, sorry, in England. Um, the teams that they have are pretty much it. So, you know, they're, they're pretty settled in their combinations. Uh, we have six months to know that there are others that will be in the mix. Um, and putting their hand up through A and Z um, as they get themselves back out on court. Um, and those ones who are um, sort of coming back, they've got a huge amount of experience at the international level. Um, so, you know, we're, we're only in stage three of our nine-stage planning. Um, so not that there's a lot of hope, but, you know, from here I'm very clear about what individuals need to do, what we need to do as a team, possibly tweaks of our strategy, um, to combat mm. the opposition and then work hard over this next phase. Uh, uh, look, you, you, in 2019, when you had that uh, performance uh, that was so good, you, you built your team around the likes of Laura Langman, Casey Kapoor, Maria Falau. Uh, of course, not available to you now. So, I mean, how do you all of a sudden find that kind of nucleus, that experience with that nucleus to take on Australia or England? Yeah, look, we've lost over 400 caps uh, with those players not being in the mix. And we have, uh, knowing that the the World Cup was there last year, you know, been building underneath and really looking at our depth chart and also succession planning. I suppose coming out of that um, that final game, we also had um, Amelia Annie Canasio, uh, Gina Crampton and also Jane Watson, um, who was our spine until, you know, the are pregnant as well so we've been a bit short in regards to probably leadership um, and that has shown to some respect out on court but I think you know having Amelia Ann available as an option uh, for Commonwealth Games would definitely bolster our attack end um, and also having some of the other players who have been on the mix uh, like a Katrina Rore who has a lot of test caps who will be coming through ANZ as I mentioned there's a lot of upside so we just got to get on with it um, and our focus definitely has got to be ball retention and, and being able to deliver that under pressure. So the mm. next phase of our work is really important. It is. It is because uh, I watched yesterday uh, both your game and, and I watched the uh, England-Australia game, which was a thriller, finishing 48 all. Uh, this morning they're at it again, and at half time it's, uh, I think it's a two-goal margin between them. Um, and your honest assessment right now, uh, how far ahead are they, do you believe, uh, if at all? Yeah, I, if I was rating ourselves, uh, you know, even though it's not out of a 10, uh, you know, usually about an 8 or 9 uh, on the right-hand side, I think we're around a 5 or 6 uh, as a team. Uh, so if I think of ourselves without looking at the opposition, we've got, a, we've got a bit to be able to move 
and in the next stages we will be able to move depending on what individuals do in the ANZ. So I've got to see shifts in them. Um, I think where they currently are, they're at the top. Oh, you know, the, the, the pretty, the world class already. So, um, but I sort of feel also there's no upside to where they could possibly uh, raise the level. So I feel at the moment we've got a lot to raise um, and can really put up our hand where our gaps are, um, but also know that we've got six months to make sure that we improve in all stages of our planning and execution of that. It's going to come down to the wire. Uh, definitely, and England are classy, Australia are classy, so uh, at the moment we're, we're a few pegs back from them. Clearly you don't have any um, say over combinations that are going to be used uh, throughout the ANZ Premiership, um, that's not your domain, but just how important is that, that competition, and particularly for the returning players, uh, in your eyes, how closely will you have to be watching that? Yeah, very. Um, you know, we we have already organised our our visits to the franchises and uh, the relationship that we've built with the coaches and also the franchises over the last two years will now need to come into play. Uh, we feel as a nation that that our relationship with our clubs is our competitive advantage, whereas I feel in other co- in other c- countries it's not as close. So we would like to think we're going to make massive gains. We rely huge on those coaches to be able to uh, develop silver ferns um, and you don't have to be a brain scientist I think for the coaches to know what the individuals uh, need to work on so we will rely hugely on them to make sure that they do shift um, but ANZ is so important it's our pathway to the silver ferns um, and the work that we do in that next four months is the foundations for uh, setting ourselves up as good as prepared for the Commonwealth Games. So uh, we're going to ride them hard, let's put it that way. Um, Mm. Not only club, but also individuals. It it means a lot. Well, you're known for that. Um, I think you've got a a reputation for that. So that's that's not unexpected, uh, Dame Nolene. But uh, in terms of when you actually, when do you finalise your group and what work can you have with them as a unit I mean, are we looking at some games, uh, some arranged games against the men again? I mean, what what can you do in that time frame? Yeah, look, um, I the ANZ is another phase of our planning. Um, during that time, we'll be working closely with the coaches and the personnel or the staff of the clubs. Um, we'll be doing um, specialist skill sessions uh, with the players uh, twice over the season. And we'll also be tracking them monthly um, uh, with clear priority areas that we want to see shift. So that's pretty much... Um, solid in, in regards to what that stage looks like. Um, after ANZ, we'll go into trials, so it's going to be fast and furious. Um, we will go into a five-day camp after that, um, and that's mm. going to be hard. Um, even if we have to break players, even though that sounds terrible, we've got to put ourselves into uh, definitely an area of being um, uncomfortable. Um, so that, you know, everything's unveiled during those five days. And then we'll take a Cadbury series sort of uh, similar to the same template that we had going into uh, Netball World Cup with the men and also probably another two teams so that we get used to the back-to-back sort of um, mm. style of uh, tournament. Then we head over to Colchester. 
Uh, we'll play some international mm. teams while we're over here. Um, and then it's all on uh, for Commonwealth Games. So we've got a lot of stages. We've got another seven stages in our overall planning. Uh, and we'll be meticulous in those details of what needs to be done in each stage. Just uh, fi- Obviously, you're going to have to make some difficult calls, some horrible phone calls. That's, uh, I guess, part and parcel of your job. But if you had to... If you had to um, look look at a whiteboard right now, I know it's uh, very very close to the end of the last game, but what would be number one priority? Number one priority at the top of the whiteboard for you as you head home? Yeah, well, number one priority always is our shooting end, I think, because they're the ones that put the ball through the hoop. Uh, having shooters that can shoot with volume, um, and obviously it depends on what position, but also under a huge amount of pressure and physicality um, that will be on them. Um, so that's massive. That's, that's basically where you win the game. Um, the second area that I also feel, um, not that it's wide open, but our mid-courts probably, especially in our centre position, um, is having more options there. Um, with the likes of our defence end, we have more options, but there's also going to be more ammunition that's going to come in that end as well. So, you know, I, I need players who can do their job um, consistently from one week to another. Um, and at the end, what I always find is that they will put their hand up, especially when the pressure comes through. So um, those are the players that I'm looking for, um, and, and that's what I'm hunting. Okay, well, thank you very much, uh, Dame Nolan. As always, uh, so so good at making yourself available so quickly after that last result. Um, main main thing: stay safe, travel safe, and we'll see you at home. Oh, thank, thank you again you. for your time. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Cheers. Thank you. Um, is there anyone better to talk uh, to uh, after a game of sport than Dame Nolan Tauroa uh, in terms of quick assessment and uh, just out, out and out honesty about where she's at? I mean. <laughs> We know what's happening, we know what she's got to fix, we know what she's looking at, and it took five minutes to get it through. Uh, it's simply, simply good, that's all I can say.